Howdy F1 friends, here we are again for the second part of our Austin GP adventure podcast episode. Welcome back. I hope you have listened to the first part already. On that episode, we were talking about everything that happened before the race weekend until Wednesday, the day we had our first driver meetings in Austin. Indeed, we stayed in Austin for 10 nights, so we arrived quite a few days before the race weekend started and therefore had a lot to tell. Yeah, that's why we came up with the idea to record two podcast episodes for the Austin GP. Mm -hmm. So you have just tuned in to the second part and this one starts with a Thursday before race weekend. Yeah, a lot happened on that 20th October. I will never forget this day. It's our new best day of our lives. It is, yeah. <laughs> the reason why will be told in a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but let's start from the beginning of that Thursday. We actually met Fernando Alonso. Yes, our very first time meeting Fernando. And I also forgot, yeah, this is what just came to my mind. I also forgot to mention on the first Austin GP episode that after talking to Christian Horner, we also got to meet Lance Stroll. Yeah, I took the picture of you too. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you must know that Virginia really has an eye on him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. Because I really like his beautiful eyes and eyebrows. I'm really an eyebrow girl. I know you are. <laughs> and you as I'm also me. that type of girl, yeah. We both fall in love with beautiful dark eyebrows and brown eyes. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> and you know what? Fernando Alonso also fits the scheme. Yeah, that's why he was my very first favorite driver. But yes, that's a good transition to the actual topic we were talking about. So our first time meeting Fernando, it was pretty early that morning, light eight. Mm. And in that photo, you see... He looks like he just came out of bed. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or from the gym. I, I don't know. Yeah, by all means, he was very friendly. And I didn't expect him to be so nice and close his arms around us for the picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of his friends actually took the picture. <laughs> and I was asking someone else who was just sitting at the bench there if he could take the picture. But then Fernando asked his friend to do the job. <laughs> yeah, too good, too good. Yeah, those scenes behind the picture moments never get old. And actually, this podcast is also meant to tell exactly those kind of stories. You know, on our Instagram, we can't tell or write every single moment we have with the drivers. Therefore, the podcast is perfect to tell all these experiences and not let them drown. Yeah, absolutely. And the name of our podcast, The Twins and the Drivers, also already indicates what we are talking about here. Mm -hmm. It starts. So what happened else on that day? Yeah, of course, breakfast in the car again. Our newest idea, bringing the tray with all the food on it, really has proven itself. And that's such a brilliant idea. It could have been invented by our grandma. <laughs> yeah, that really is true. I, t I just told her a few days ago about that uh, new invention. <laughs> and she laughed so much about the picture, me holding the tray <laughs> and carrying it to the car. Mm, yeah, definitely advice we can share with you. Yeah, totally. Note that, guys. <laughs> yeah, so after breakfast, you came up with the idea of driving to the William pop-up store again. Yeah, uh, why not? I mean, it was 12 midday and the team principal of the Williams racing team was supposed to have an appearance at 1 p.m. And we were just still in the arm. So why not step in again and say hi to him? 
German, of course. Mm, yeah, another German-speaking team principal. And we really like his entertaining interviews on the broadcasting. Yeah. And that's also what I told him then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after his interview on the stage, they let the fans ask for autographs and pictures. And yeah, also some, some moments with, with the team principal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this time we were the first ones in the row. Yeah, we really learned from the day before as Nicola Tifi was there and we were too late in line, missing a chance for a photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really was good fun with your Capito. All of us there <laughs> were smiling the whole time we had together. <laughs> yeah, and we even stepped on the stage together, you know, for the photo to mm -hmm. capture the situation better. It was so nice. Yeah, indeed it was. I have to laugh once again, thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jos really is a cool guy and I think we have even more fun with him than with Toto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Toto it's different. I would say he's more serious, still open for jokes, but yeah, just a different type of man. And uh, I also have to admit that Yeah, I always feel a little bit intimidated around him. Yeah, it's just because he's so tall and we think highly of him. Yes, absolutely. Toto plays in his own league. Mm, okay, but let's come back to Jost. Uh, before we took the picture, the interview took place. And once again, the fans were allowed to ask him a question. And one guy asks if we will see an American driver at Williams soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his answer was so good. He smiled and laughed and said, yeah, just wait uh, the news on, on, on Saturday. Mm. Everyone laughed then. In the, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we all know what happened on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. They announced Logan as their second driver. Of course, only in case he reaches enough points for his FIA license. Yeah. We know it. We knew it before everybody else. Yeah. We, we literally had first-hand information. Mm -hmm. Too good. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. After that cool midday activity, we finally drove to the circuit, to Kota, Circuit of the Americas. Mm -hmm. I had always asked myself what Kota actually means until you told me a few days before our departure that it's only the short form of Circuit of the Americas. Yes, yes, it is. It also always sounded weird to me, but yeah, now we both know. And it's honestly always super exciting driving to the track the first time when you've never been there before mm -hmm. yeah but it's also a special moment when you drive to the track once again after one year you haven't seen it applies to austria <laughs> yeah by all means i'm always overwhelmed by the welcome racing fans banner at the bridge yeah it's always very emotional mm -hmm. yeah in austin there was not such a bridge um yeah we turned in the parking lot grabbed our cover heads Packed the caps for the giveaways in my backpack. And one other tiny thing that was crucial for today's outcome. Do you remember how I looked at you when I put that uh, envelope in my bag? To be honest, I didn't realize uh, your look. Um, you just keep telling me how thoughtful your look was. It was. Yeah, I exactly do remember how I looked at you that second I put the envelope in the bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, you must know, we had carried it for three years with us mm. to every single race and was one hope. event. Yeah. yeah. And of course, yeah, now you might be curious what's actually inside. Yeah, there were two photos inside. To be more exact, our Instagram profile picture. The story behind that picture is that it was taken by the Mercedes team in Spielberg 2019 when we took a selfie with Lewis. 
And as you can imagine, we had that dream, him signing the photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we definitely had that bespoken envelope with us. Hopes high, as always, to finally meet Louis and let him sign the photos. Mm, yeah, the end of the story follows soon. Firstly, let's talk about the pit lane tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were positively surprised that Kota offers a pit lane tour. We found out only the day before. And it was yeah always special to step on the asphalt, the cars roll into the pits. Yeah, totally. And taking a look into the boxes of each single team... You always hope to spot a driver there and that he comes out to the fence. But yet, guess what? On this day, no driver came out, but a team principal. Yes. Our second time spotting Christian Horner. So we had only met him the evening before. That's um, We told that on the first podcast episode about Austin GP. And yeah, then on that day, on that Thursday, he appeared again. Yeah, so funny. First, you find it so hard to even meet this one person and then you are successful twice within 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, three times, actually, to be more precise. Disney. If uh, you take into account what happened later. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, he was the only one coming close to the fans that day. No one else came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only George showed up, but that was not in particular for the fans were waiting at the barriers in front of the Mercedes garage. No, that looked more like a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And another coincidence, um, Desiree, we forgot to mention we met Pato Oward by chance as we were walking to the pit lane entry. Ah, oh, yeah, I didn't even realize him, but you spotted him and asked for the picture. Mm -hmm. He was super cute. And he even replied to the story on which we mentioned him on Instagram. Yeah, I always wonder how <laughs> some drivers still find the time looking into the Instagram and having a look at the story mentions. I mean, yeah. it's so... They have many story <laughs> mentions, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and several fans have told us already that Charles watched their story. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like a miracle to me. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, so the pit lane was finished. What happened then? Uh, yeah. True. Um, I would say the next puzzle piece for that night's success story. Mm, yeah, I asked the guy where the paddock entrance was. Um, in Spa, we got to meet several drivers there. And however, you had to have certain passes to access this area, but not so in Austin. Mm -mm. No, the paddock entrance was accessible for everyone that day. And so we decided to go there, of course, hoping to collect some more photos and autographs for the giveaways mm -hmm. of our job. Yeah, yeah. However, there at the entrance, we met another autograph collector who was obviously more experienced than us, and he gave us the hint that Lewis won't leave at this exit, but at another one. Yeah. Immediately, we know, we knew, we now had to put all our eggs in one bag, even if we had missed all other nineteen drivers. We would go for that one. That means the world to us. Yeah, I guess. You, who is currently listening to us, would have done the same for your favorite driver, right? So especially when it's actually so difficult to meet him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had tried to meet Louis several times already and never succeeded. Yeah, we had waited for three years 
actually. I mean, you, Desiree, uh, you did meet him in Miami during the autograph session, but that was just for like three seconds. Yeah, during autograph sessions, it's always more in a rush than having real time with the driver. So mm -hmm. that doesn't count unless I told him in those three seconds that we both admire him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, by all means, we were waiting for that one moment with Lewis that only belongs to us. Mm, indeed, we did. So we followed the advice of the other fan and went away from that main paddock exit. Mm -hmm. Arrived at the other one, we finally spotted Christian Horner again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, already mentioned it. That was the third time in 24 hours. Mm, <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, then we waited and waited. And after a while, Louis Bodyguard was coming out. He talked to that one Mercedes chauffeur we had talked to a few minutes before and yeah that mercedes guy sometimes drives toto as we found out and yeah we really had a good conversation with him of course uh, talking about our big fandom for mercedes and lewis what actually was so very obvious <laughs> us wearing the mercedes t-shirts yeah but now that he was talking to lewis bodyguard he mentioned us us and how much we support lewis yes Yes, he did oh, that. Didn't, didn't hear. Yeah, didn't I, hear it. I heard that. Okay. They were also looking in our direction. Mm -mm. I, uh, I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was so crucial. You know, the first burden you have to overcome is actually the bodyguard. He protects Lewis and could have sent us away. Yes, he could have obviously done that. But he accepted us and allowed us and allowed us to wait for our hero. Mm, yeah, it was actually so weird that we weren't nervous. No, we we really were not nervous. I think that um, what really happened, uh, what really helped us, was the other German guy around who was also a chauffeur, and we talked to him for the whole time we waited. Yeah, until he got the job to record the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. The the moment I spotted was approaching the exit is still fresh in my mind um yeah i guess guys you know these moments um like that these moments that feel like an eternity and you're taking a mental picture of that well i took several mental picture of pictures of that happening and the next was uh yeah how how lewis passed the exit spotted us and smiled yeah <laughs> Okay. I was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was busy was giving the other guy my phone to record at all because, I mean, we weren't prepared at all. Mm -hmm. I only had these pictures in my hands and I just didn't think about the recordings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think you, Virginia, you took the caps because I had the photos already. Yeah. And you also had the... The, the, pen. the editing? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, um, I don't, I barely remember. I need to look that up actually on the video. Who of us handed with the pen and the stuff to sign? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Louis was so calm and we really felt so welcome and totally, I totally lost my voice. Yeah, couldn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was actually only me who was talking to Louis, telling the story of the photo. And yeah, then he looked at it more closely. He was really interested in our story. Yeah. And if we were here in Austin for the first time, he asked as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, really lovely. Uh, also, how you asked for the picture yeah. after signing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I did. And also requested to move more into the light so the photo would turn out better. Yeah. And yeah, the three of us placed ourselves. And I remember how I look 
how I took a close look over my shoulder and captured this tiny fast moment when Louis opened his arms for us yeah. and placed his hand on my back. I have little tears. Yeah, yeah. I, I also could start crying right away. It means so much when your idol and the person you had waited to meet uh, for three years um, that's you so close to him. Oh, I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah, that's also uh, why I told him that actually the moment on the photo, you know, that scene in Spielberg was the best day of my life. But that it has just changed. Like this day, the 20th October is now the best day of my life. Yeah, I, <laughs> sorry. yeah I mean, the way he smiled at me then was so genuine and lovely. Mm -hmm. I think he also touched my arm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't say if, um, <laughs> for 100%, but yeah, I think he did. Um, yeah, guys, in those moments, you forget the small details so quickly. Yeah, yeah what I really need is a camera in my eyes. Yeah, it really is like that. Yeah, yeah. I must say, during the, the whole situation, I was completely calm. It was like a like a switch in my head telling my body you have to behave now. Yeah, but but seriously, when when he st stepped in the car, I completely lost composure from one to the other millisecond. I I turned around, held my hand over my face, and started sobbing. Yeah, I, I think you, Desiree, turned me around as Louis was actually still there, standing um, mm. yeah with the car. Yeah, and then the car started. <laughs> He lowered the car window down, smiled and waved mm. at us as he left. Yeah, that was the moment when I totally lost my composure. I think I cried for like 30 minutes. Yeah, you did. And I even, didn't even try to calm you down. Just enjoying this moment. Yeah, uh, we didn't even wait that long. I mean, only two hours. Two hours That's plus. That's not a lot for, yeah, for your biggest idol. Actually, two hours plus three years. No. Okay. 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 Yeah. Anyways, I mean, if you just consider the two hours uh, that um, that evening, it was comparably the few. Um, but yeah, with the outcome that we finally reached our deepest wish and really a private audience with Louis. Yeah. Dreams can come true. They do. If you wait long enough and take the right steps. Yeah, we really did on that day. There were so many gears working together. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, poo. So we strolled back to our car. I guess it was almost the last one standing in the parking area. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took us home safely. And as you can imagine, it wasn't that easy to find sleep. No, we were very tired in the morning. The Friday morning. Yeah, the Friday morning. Like three coffees were consumed. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and of course, the excitement visiting the track again and entering the grandstand kept us alive. Plus our cowboy hats. Oh, yes. They are the perfect head covering for a sunny and hot F1 race, actually. I mean, it covers not only the head, but also the face and part of your neck. Sunburn? Nope. Mm -mm. Not so likely with a cowboy hat. No. Let's see it. And let's see if we bring it to future races. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, totally. Like with cover hats in Austria. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Lifesaver all the way. Yes. And it's also super catchy. I think if we didn't wear the cover hats and the yellow Ferrari shirt that day, the cameraman would not have spotted us on the grandstand and made us internationally visible on TV. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were looking like minions with cover hats. Yeah. 
It was so funny reading all your messages. Yeah. Many of you guys spotted us on the broadcasting and we really laughed our heads off in the stands. Yeah, yeah. We could hardly get ourselves together again. But of course we had to, as our plan was, plan was to shoot some content in a fan zone and change outfits. Yes. As you might know, our merchandise partner, CMC Motorsports, made it possible for us to attend the Austin GP. And they brought us the, the Mercedes dresses, which were yeah, out of stock for such a long time. Yeah. So we changed clothes and concurred the huge F1 logo at the track entrance. We had to. Yeah, we really had to, as we already did such a standing picture on the hashtag Austrian GP structure. Mm. We had to do that again. It was so much fun in Austria. Yeah, it really was. But of course, it was a challenge to climb on it wearing a dress. Mm. Only mm. ladies will understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we made it. And after that, uh, yeah, shooted some more picture in front of the huge displays of all F1 drivers and team principals. Yeah, too funny. We got to meet our favorite one only a few hours later. Indeed. Yeah, so unfortunately we couldn't uh, watch the second practice live on the grandstands as we had to shoot so much content in the fan zone and our seats were like uh, yeah, 20, 25 minutes walkway. Yeah, mm -hmm. actually we watched and heard a tiny bit of it from the paddock parking area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We were wondering why they still drove after 6 p.m. as we thought the practice was over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they were doing a Pirelli test. That's why the session took 30 minutes longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually don't know how to do the uh, the transition to the next happening, Desiree. There is one on our list still. Yeah, yeah it's not easy. I think I just do it straight forward. So at the same spot we met Louis the day before, we spotted Toto and Susie Wolf. Yeah, and as Toto spotted us, he <laughs> told Susie, ah, these are the twins I told you about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, we started laughing. What an introduction yeah. from Toto Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Susie was super cute. She actually offered to take the picture. Yeah, but I said, no, you should be no. <laughs> in the picture as well. That way, we got a cute family photo. Yeah, was really a great idea. Desiree. <laughs> yeah, and I also told Toto proudly that we, were fi that we finally uh, got to meet Louis the day before and that I cried my heart out. And then Toto asked if Louis saw that. <laughs> yeah. Did you answer it? Because I, I think I only heard uh, the question and then like five seconds later, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, I, I said, I don't know if he saw it, he was busy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but what a question. Mm -hmm. What asked from Toto Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now another thing comes to my mind. Uh, someone on Instagram asked if Louis read our letter, which Toto was supposed to hand over to, to him in Spa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, we totally forgot to ask Louis. Um, we really, did, really didn't think of that letter. No, not at all. Uh, there was so much happening around and I completely forget. Yeah. forgot about the, the letter, to be honest. Yeah, anyways, a cool experience. And another one followed shortly after as Dr. Marco was approaching. Yes, yes, yes. A few minutes later, we saw Dr. Marco and as he saw Desiree, ready with the caps in her hands, wearing the Mercedes dress, he was not so amused. <laughs> no, I offered him to put my hair on the Mercedes logo and after that, he felt better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that on the records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also told him that if Red Bull would offer such a dress, we would also be ready to wear them. And yeah, then the whole story about merchandise suppliers um, 
was opened by Dr. Marco, he started uh, talking about their current merchandise supplier, who's not so flexible, and the one they have for, for next year on. So yeah, I can tell you guys, if Red Bull offers a dress next season, it will be our credit. Yeah, I'm really curious about the outcome. Mm -hmm. But I'm surprised by the outcome of how he signed the caps. Yeah, as mentioned earlier on the first part of our awesome podcast, when we met Horner and let him sign, I said, watch out for Seku's signature, it's so light. But yeah, then Dr. Marco, he did not see that Checo's autograph yeah. was there. He's old. Yeah, he's old and he doesn't wear glasses. That, no, and I think his eyes are also a little bit damaged. Yeah, yeah, I think one eye is only like, I don't know, 20%. Don't know. No, don't anyways. Know. Yeah, so he did not see it and we, um, no one of us um, told him. Yeah, no one of us told out. him. Yeah, yeah, we completely forgot. Yeah, and then we had a look at the outcome. Yeah. Dr. Marco's signature was on top of Checo's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too bad. But that's definitely a story no other cap on this world can tell. Mm -hmm. You know, our giveaway caps are really single pieces. Yeah, they are. And also our photos. I mean, the photo with Dr. Marco shows perfectly how fun it was, despite the Mercedes dresses. Yeah, yeah. Another mm -hmm. one for the books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the two last stories of the day. Firstly, Ottmar. The Alpine team principal, also a very fun picture. The beautiful twins with cowboy hats. Yeah, that was his description of ours. <laughs> It was a quote. <laughs> yeah, that's a quote. Yeah, too good. And the last story with a future Formula One driver, Nick De Vries, also known as De Vries nowadays. De Vries. De Vries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I congratulated him on his seat. Yeah, I always have a kind word for the drivers. Yeah. Um, That was the Friday before the race weekend. I don't want to go into detail how we got home that day. Mm -mm. Too bad, really. We, we took the wrong shuttle and arrived at another place we had actually expected. Yeah, that was another rideshare horror story, I would say. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's really one of the downsides of not being there with your own car or rental car. We gave it back on Friday morning as we thought it would be the better alternative just taking the shuttle and then a ride share home. Mm -hmm. We are going to learn from that. Yeah, a long day that was. We were home by 11 p.m. Mm, yeah, at least we slept a little longer. We arrived at 10.30 or something and the next morning at the track. Yeah, a driver engagement was on the schedule. Five teams were invited to the stage giving interviews in front of the fans. Yeah, it was a great atmosphere. And we did not hear any booing or other unfriendly behavior. That was a relief, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. We experienced other situations this year. But unfortunately, as you already said, we did not hear anything. Um, after posting um, this on the stories, we got uh, the feedback that there was disre disrespectful behavior against Max in one corner close to the stage. It's always disgusting. It is. Yeah. I always wonder what these people think and why they have so much fun treating others badly. I do not know, uh, but you asked the other guy sitting behind us on Sunday. Yeah, a short jump into the race day. Lewis was leading the race and Red Bull fans behind us started booing. And I asked why they booed. And his key sentence was, because I'm British and I can do whatever I want. 
Yeah, what should I say? Yeah, nothing. I have nothing more to add. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, speechless. Yeah, speechless. Yeah, but in general, um, it was very friendly at Kota. I felt comfortable in the Mercedes dress all the time and also the other team merch we were wearing over the course of the weekend. Yeah, same. I really enjoyed it. No fear at all being picked on stupidly from the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, however, we were super grateful for all the fans that recognized us and stopped mm -hmm. us for a chat and picture. Yeah, so kind. Thank you, guys. Thank really you. appreciate that. And also the ones of you who came, who came to our official meet and greet. We really loved that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. Thank you so much. And it was also fun, but super windy as we are visiting the observation tower. Mm, yeah, the view was amazing. And the cars, so small, but you really saw the extent of the rural racetrack area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kota is a huge place. It's lots of walking, but also many places to take a rest. Um, yeah, many restrooms, water stations, several booths um, to buy drinks, foods, merch, yeah, yeah. whatever. It was want. very well equipped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same applies to the main grandstand. <laughs> yeah, we had our seats there for qualifying and it was such a pleasure sitting in the shadows of the roof. Yeah, indeed it was. Also another atmosphere, I would say. Mm -hmm. Maybe that also comes with being so close to the pits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A special view also as the car is parked at the start-finish line for the interviews mm -hmm. after qualifying, yeah. Yeah, we cheered a lot for them as they waved to the crowd, Max, Carlos and Charles. And Charles. Yeah, yeah, a great day that was. We were home pretty early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually the plan was to watch the Achirian concert But we were both so tired and exhausted yeah. from the heat, standing and walking around. Yeah, attending F1 races really is a sport is. that can't be said often enough. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, you definitely know, know at the end of the day what you've done. Yeah, where you've walked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So last day at Kota, race day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we unfortunately missed the driver's parade as there was so much traffic with the shuttles and stuff. Yeah, but anyways, watching the start from turn one was insane. Yeah, absolutely the best view. The cars climbing the hill, taking the turn. That's so amazing to watch. Not for Carlos this year, unfortunately. No, too bad. George took him off. However, uh, yeah, we love to see Sebastian leading the race for some laps. Yeah, fabulous. All fans at the grandstand cheered for him. It really was a special feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and of course, seeing Louis leading a race uh, with a proper chance to win. I said to Desiree, I would actually rather leave the stands and come back when the results are in because I was so nervous. Yeah, but then I told you nothing could be worse than Abu Dhabi. Yeah, then I realized that I had to stay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and we, it really was an enjoyable race. Now, leaving aside the people who were sitting behind us. Yeah. yeah, a lot of action on track. Two safety car periods. Yeah, very exciting race. Max showing his superpower again. And in the end, Red Bull celebrating the construction championship. Very well deserved. Yeah, it really was an impressive season. How outstanding they have performed this season. Yeah, yeah. Could one actually also say that we also entered the party for celebration? Hmm? You mean because we were 
part of the track invasion? <laughs> yeah, another thing we did for the first time in our lives. We've never done a track invasion before, but there in Austin, the, the access point was very close to our grandstand and it was very easy to put our feet on the asphalt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a cool experience. I would definitely recommend it to any fans to do that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You also get another look in the pits. And sometimes when you when you wait long enough at the pit wall, the drivers come out and yeah, come to the fence behind the fence. <laughs> the fence behind the fence. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but we did not wait long enough. We mm -hmm. made our way to the shuttle and ate the leftovers we still had in the fridge. Yeah, the leftovers, our last meal at our temporary home before we left it on Monday. Yeah, Monday, the day of departure and time to pack suitcases. The apartment looked horrible. Yes. The tornado hit it, mm -hmm. like mentioned on the first part of the Austin GP podcast. Yeah, yeah. I really doubted that everything would fit in. But as I used your technique, Desiree, I did a very good job. Yeah, we didn't have to leave anything behind and could drive to the breakfast place in inner peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had oatmeal and fruits at the 1886 Cafe and Bakery in Austin, which is a cute and beautiful place. Yeah, that was a perfect way to say goodbye to Austin before we made our way to the airport. Mm -hmm. And held a short life there in the escape capsule. <laughs> yeah, the internet connection was so bad. Sorry again, guys. Um, but nevertheless, I think these two podcast episodes are a good way to catch up. Mm. And now you basically know everything about our Austin adventure. Yeah. Um, I was actually hoping that you are, uh, to mention the Brad Pitt story. But you did not disagree. Ah, uh, no, no, I forgot it. Okay, ask yeah. me again. Ask me about Virginia, it. Virginia, did you, did you see Brad Pitt? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. How? yeah, between meeting... Uh, Toto and Dr. Marco, I saw Brad Pitt. Um, he was coming out of the car um, in front of the paddock exit. And I realized it not early enough. Desiree, your back was uh, turned. You were not turned around to Brad. So you didn't mm -hmm. see him. And I, of course, I couldn't scream. <laughs> and yeah, then he came out of the car and had a look at me, smiled. And I smiled back. So yeah. But didn't you say it? hi as well? Yeah, I think I, I said hi, like that was part, part of my smiling. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Little flirt. Genius. <laughs> no, 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 not really. <laughs> yeah, but um, also some more words to, to add regarding the flight and coming home. Yeah, you mean the dry food and the burnt tofu? <sighs> yes, that really was not enjoyable. I was really, really disappointed as the food on the flight to Austin was amazing, but on the flight back, Not good, not good. I, uh, anyways, we survived it. Yeah, also the next few days. Yeah, we literally jumped out of the airplane back to our normal lives. No rest at all or acclimatizing. Nope. I was back in university at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. And as I hit the canteen later, I was laughing inside as I found it so weird being around normal people again. Oh. <laughs> you know, no one else or no fans wearing merch um, yeah, in such a grounded surrounding. Yeah, I totally get you. These are the moments you realize the world of Formula One is so far away from daily lives. It is, yeah. But yeah, now I think we did have talked enough. Yeah, I don't have anything to add either. Just bear with us. 
the next race adventure comes for sure. Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> And besides that, we always have some interesting stories to tell. Oh, yes, we do have that. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening. I hope, or we both hope, that you enjoyed it. Uh, feel free to leave us a comment or drop us a message on Instagram. Yeah, so let's say goodbye. Goodbye. See you. See you. See you.